Hi, you found the Bomb Podcast. For streaming video, web exclusive interviews, and more, check out bombsite.com. The following podcast contains strong language and adult subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. In today's podcast, Tom Kalin is interviewed by Betty Gordon. Tom Kalin is a filmmaker, teacher, writer, and activist based in New York. Kalin's 2007 film, Savage Grace, tells the tale of socialite Barbara Daly Bakelin's infamous 1972 slang and the incestuous family dynamics surrounding her murder. Tom Kalin is interviewed by Betty Gordon in front of an audience of Columbia University film students. A Q&A session with the director followed the interview. Your background actually is uh, in thinking about things like color and structure and form. So how did you work from there to the design of the scenes, to the camera, um, and the choices that you made. My background is as a visual artist. I studied my undergraduate was as a painter, um, and I, my, I didn't study film. I did my graduate degrees in photography, and I did experimental video. Um, so a lot of my prep has to do with looking at painting. I spent, mm -hmm. when I'm trying to visualize a movie, I spent weeks in the mat and looking at painting or looking at photography. I watch other movies, and certainly, Joseph Losey or Bertolucci or Visconti or a million people are, are you know, Bunuel are being referenced or yes. nodded to. I hope the movie has its own language. I don't think of myself really as a postmodernist in the sense of that I'm borrowing from other no. places or copying other work. Um, and so really, like with the DP, the big discussion was about single source lighting in paintings like Rembrandt's mm -hmm. paintings or mm -hmm. Vermeer's paintings. So it's actually how we lit most of, like all of Majorca is lit by using available light through the windows. I'm mm -hmm. not supposed to actually say that because you're supposed to think it's electrically lit. But in fact, we were shooting just to daylight in these mm -hmm. places where we control the light with shutters and it's very, very simply photographed. I tend to move the camera a lot and this time I wanted to explore mm -hmm. how could you escalate tension by not moving the camera um, we create a kind of um, conceptual rules in certain places. Like in discussing London, one thing we agreed on very early is that you would never see the knife go in or out. Mm -hmm. So like when, the, when they, the stabbing happens, we call that shot actually the kiss. It looks like they're kissing. Mm -hmm. um, and that also that you, you, whenever possible in London, the camera should not move. It should be completely patient and very observational. And then only at moments where the kind of um, tension is escalating, does the camera move, but glacially slow in a dolly. And if you look at that sequence, it's like static, 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 slow movement, static, 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 slow movement, right. all the way through the sequence um, to create a kind of um, sense of claustrophobia and, and increasing mm -hmm. tension mm. in the sequences. Um, and that I'm in some ways most proud of um, being able to be comfortable enough to be simple mm -hmm. in things and not Absolutely, try to be yeah. fancy with yes. the camera. I'm the youngest of 11 children. I come from a kind of lower middle class Irish Catholic family. So I'm actually more similar in terms of my biography to Barbara than any other characters. I was on the wrong side of the tracks, dreaming <laughs> of having the life I actually ended up getting to live. So I'm grateful about that. Swoon and Savage Grace are as much about class as they are about sex. My work is a lot of times seen as a relationship between, about being right. the relationship between sex and power. And those are definitely a big part of it, about, about what I'm trying to get at. But I'm very interested in the idea of how class in American society is one of the most important kind of conduits of how we relate to each other and how invisible it's made in our right. culture. We're supposed to be this class-free society. Right. Um, I, I mean, uh, to be really honest, there's also a certain amount of kind of emotional desire to be inside that 
those rooms. So the need to make sure that they're sitting on the right sofa or handling the right props is an obsession on my part because I want to make sure I get it right. One of the things I'm most satisfied by are when genuinely upper class people who come from this world are like, you got the film right. right. I'm like, oh. um, <laughs> sad but true. And then, you know, I also there's other autobiographical issues which I haven't really realized much to much, much later. In some ways it's, I, I, I joke, but it's serious about some sort of attempt to try to understand the so-called criminal mind, right. um, and, to bring, and mostly just to, uh, to bring empathy to um. characters that might not be considered worthy of empathy. Mm -hmm. And compassion, I think that's what's so amazing about the three main actors, I mean, especially Julianne, who just the boldness of, no, of choosing not to judge this character, mm -hmm. um, and you know, because people ask her all the time, what did you identify with in playing Barbara? And she's like, uh, nothing? <laughs> you just heard Tom Kalin, interviewed by Betty Gordon at Columbia University in New York City on May 9th, 2008. For streaming video, web-exclusive interviews, and more, check out bombsite.com.